Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. But as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Well, that's right. My name is Mike P. Wawarski, coming to you live here on The Rundown, 2A news, conservative views. I am the, coast fro- the host from the East Coast, the coast with the most from the co-host with the most, Craig uh, it's 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 throat punch thursday how are you doing today i am doing good on throat punch thursday um haven't actually i've had a chance to 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 throat punch a couple of people at least on twitter uh always having a good time kind of throat punching people who say stupid things so i am uh, i'm i'm living the dream living the dream how about yourself you know good you know that's that's the only downfall i think of social media i think social media would be acceptable if you had the ability to reach through the monitor and punch somebody in the face i think other than that it, it would be fine well, that's how you get people who have all of these comments and they really have gotten yeah. used to saying whatever they want about people and not getting throat punched. Yes. Yeah. yeah I got to think, uh, I gotta think to as virtual that. reality develops that we're going to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll make that uh, top legislation when you're a congressman and I'm vice congressman. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we got a special guest with us today, but before we get uh, on to him, Uh, Let's go ahead and give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Yep. Let's say hello to our good friends at Hitman Industries. That's hitmanindustries.net, hitmanindustries.net. You got yourself an AR in the past five years. Odds are you probably got one of their barrels. You don't even know it. Well, now you can buy from them direct the manufacturer for your next AR build or rebarrel your current AR. That's hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Now you could take part in California's future today. Please pay special attention to the California Congressional 6th District race. Hog Holsters, that's H-A-W-G Holsters.com, H-A-W-G Holsters.com for the best in concealed tactical holsters on the market. Use the discount code the rundown, all one word, all caps, no spaces, get yourself a nice little discount. And of course, if you got some, uh, you're going, going hiking, you're going fishing, uh, you're going hunting, you want the best in field gear available, go check out our friends at uscombatgear.com. That right, that's right, folks. Do me a favor. You know I'm running for Congress, California 6th Congressional District. Got a good shot to win this one, but I need your support. Just uh, go to craigdeleuze.com and make your contribution today. Can get you can give a dollar, you can give five dollars, you can give uh, well, there's you can't give too little, but you can't you can't give too much. Over thirty three hundred is a little too much, but uh, hey, feel free to help a brother out, help a brother get elected to Congress, so we can actually have someone who cares about the Second Amendment serving uh, in Congress these days. Anyway, with that, also make sure to visit the rest of our sponsors. Right, visit them in the links to the description to this video. All all their links to all their websites are in the description to this program and with that we want to invite uh to the program a good friend of the show and just literally good friend of ours and uh good guy in general and that would be uh nra newly elected nra board member and the uh, uh executive director of legally armed in detroit that would be our good friend mr rick Hector. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, going good, sir. Going good, sir. How are things over there in the Big D? Oh man, it's a little nippy out, man. It's weather like in the 50s, 60s and gloomy. I mean, there's no sunshine in sight, man. But you know what? We will persevere and march on. 
Excellent, excellent, excellent. So uh, do us a favor, because I, I don't know, some of our audience will probably remember remember who you are, some maybe not. Tell us a little bit about who uh, Rick Ector of Detroit is. Man, Villa Detroit, established 1701, Anton Delamont Cadillac, man. Yes, I am he. My name is Rick Ector. I hail from the city of my birth. Detroit, Michigan, not Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. I am a firearms trainer. I, uh, every year for the last 12 years, I have put on a free women's shooting event in which I seek to introduce an ever growing number of women to the world of firearms with a free range safety briefing and a free 20 round shooting lesson. And I am actively beseeching and uh, begging my fellow firearms trainers from all four corners of this great United States of America to visit us in, as Mike P would say, Detroit, Michigan, during the dates of July 29th and 30th. Yes, that's the whole weekend, Saturday and Sunday for a day of fellowship, firearms, and training. Now, we were there the weekend when we had 12, not 12, 2,000 women who came through. That was that was a lot of work. Know, man. It was, it was, that was 2020, man. That was when everything was shut down and people were supposedly scared to go outside. That, that was a magical event, man. I was only thinking maybe as a stretch goal to do 1,500 that year. And then we had like 1,200 after the first day. And it was like, man, we might crack 2,000. Mm. I think I honestly think if you had had it in two different places uh, that you probably, like you like you uh, did the year after that, like both places, both days, I think you would have you uh, exceeded uh, even that number. Yeah, you know, the thing is, man, you know what, it, it was great that we had such long crowds but the downside to that is that we had some people that you know had to wait a little spell before they actually got in because we were so inundated with uh, people wanting to uh, participate and that really uh, forced me really to go to two locations uh, as before but this time they expanded out to two days uh, when the attendance dropped down to uh, the normal trajectory, still we're on pace to do 1,500 legit. You know, this year we follow our uh, our data that we've been tracking ever since we started doing this event. So 1,500, unless, you know, something crazy happens and, uh, you know, people get scared again. But as of right now, 1,500 is our goal and uh, we should be able to hit it. I'm quite sure that you will. Now, uh, you are also a member of the uh, NRA Board of Directors. How did that come about? Oh, man. Wow. That, that's, that's an interesting story. I uh, About four years ago, I was approached to be on the NRA's Outreach Committee, and that's a, a committee that promotes uh, people who are doing things all across the country in the community to expose them to guns and, and to a greater extent 
you know, the world of the NRA and how they support, you know, firearms. I, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, I'm glad you clarified. Industry. I'm glad you clarified that. Cause there are a lot of people that are exposing people to the world of guns in a not too positive way. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I got exposed to a gun in a very <laughs> unpositive way with two thugs shove a, a semi-auto in my face and robbed me about ooh, 16, 17 years ago. And that, that started my journey down this rabbit hole. You know, my name isn't Alice, but uh, man, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's been quite the journey. Had I not been robbed that day, I wouldn't have met you two guys. So, hey, it was definitely worth it. Just just to clarify, we were not the guys who robbed him. <laughs> I don't know, man. What I don't us? know. It was, it was at least one black guy. And, man, you're on the show. I, I don't know. <laughs> Now, but, Craig did uh, once expose me with a little short barrel pistol, but that's a different story. <laughs> so, you know, I've been doing this will be, uh, man, this is, the, like I said, the 12th year of doing the uh, women's shooting event. I've been on the committee uh, for four, roughly four years. And uh, I had been uh, recently approached, I guess, part of my uh, participating on the outreach committee. You know, a lot of what members do when that, that when they're at the at the various meetings, uh, you know, you meet other people within the organization. And uh, I was told that I was being uh, nominated for the board of directors seat. And so I, uh, I, I ran in the uh, last election, which was, you know, the mail-in ballot that comes in like the February issue of the uh, NRA's magazine. And lo and behold, when all the ballots were, were, were counted and tallied, I didn't actually get elected, man. I missed it like like uh, Maxwell Smart in the Get Smart TV show for our older listeners. Missed it by that much. But, uh, you know, they have a auxiliary, uh, listen to me, auxiliary election at the annual meeting. And uh, I decided, well, you know, since I'm down here attending, you know, the board meeting for the uh, outreach committee, I said, well, why don't I just go ahead and campaign? And I campaigned and uh, I received enough ballots from NRA members at the actual annual meeting who uh, cast a ballot for me and I had the most votes. So I became the 76th director. As a matter of fact, I... Uh, Last week, about a week or so ago, I went down to headquarters and received my training. Today, I actually received a package that has all the minutes from that first board meeting that I attended at the, uh, at the annual meeting on like that following Monday, I guess when most people went home from the conference, we actually had a board meeting. And I'll tell you, it was like being Alice in Wonderland. Now, when you had all your training today, did they tell you the secrets? Did you you get the secret handshake and the secret knock and all that? I did not get the secret handshake yeah. just yet. There's probably okay. another another level. I haven't okay. tripped it yet. Maybe there's an examination to see if I uh, can pass the test that they're probably going to give me on my uh, training manual. And then I got a, uh, a binder that literally came in the mail today. I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to tell you all this, but it has all the notes from all the meetings that were held at the uh, NRA annual meeting. Just got it today. 
I am going to diligently read it sometime this evening and consider myself up to date with the letter. Nice. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Any, anything unexpected so far as a board member? Uh, I mean, no secrets, but, you know, just to, I don't know, procedurally or, or issues that have come up, anything, uh, anything that you didn't expect? Well, I mean, you know, that was, you know, the big news, I guess, if anyone casually observes, you know, the NRA and the board of directors, you know, it was time for another, uh, uh, another period where the uh, president and the vice presidents were going to be appointed. And I guess the biggest surprise shocker that everyone was, I guess, indirectly talking about was, uh, you know, the people who are, who were now selected to be the first pre the, uh, president and first vice president and, you know, second vice president, you know, Hey, shocker, shocker. But Hey, like I said, I'm coming into this thing cold and, that's probably the biggest thing that I could think of that, uh, you know, that really happened. Like I said, I was just basically trying to get my feet on the ground and actually understand everything that's going around. But uh, let me tell you, I've attended my first board meeting. I've had my official training. I got the binder from all the notes that happened over at the uh, annual meeting. So I guess I uh, have to hit the ground running, man. I'm going to be on outreach committee. I just got my uh, assignment literally uh, today. So I know I'll be on the outreach committee again. I was hoping to get on uh, education and training, but, uh, you know, that didn't happen. But, uh, you know, hopefully it'll happen in the future. Probably a lot of trainers there on the board. And, you know, uh, wanted to take a moment because uh, you also run an organization. Aside from the work that you do for the NRA, you have an organization called Legally Armed in Detroit. And I wanted you to share a little bit with the audience about Laid and how you got laid. <laughs> right, Laid, Legally Armed in Detroit. It's my uh, acronym I came up with, tongue-in-cheek, especially for people who like to play cute and fast with language. But uh, I uh, created that blog because... I was looking for a vehicle online in which I could share a lot of information about guns, gun rights, and uh, gun education. And there were some things that I was limited to what I could do in the media, you know, as a for-profit business, you know, my firearms instructor uh, business. You know, sometimes people wanted something from uh, non-commercial concerns. So it, it gave me an opportunity to broaden, you know, some of the things that I talk about to a more broader general audience. And when we talk about things that I'm doing currently, like the free women's shooting event, you know, the the blog is actually better suited for that than a commercial firearms business entity. You know, with the blog and with uh, all of the volunteers that I get to run this event, man, it's a... Uh, it, it's a it's a serious project plan to put this thing together. You know, mm -hmm. just when you look at the sheer manpower to run this event is uh, incredible. And I am truly indebted to all of the firearms trainers and range safety officers, both locally, across the state, and dare I say, from all over the country, 
who dared to come to Detroit and uh, help me put on this miracle that actually occurs every year. You know, I'll tell you, outside of, you know, things going on in my personal life, it is from a professional standpoint, honest to God, the, the single most uh, professional thing that I'm proud of is the fact that I am reaching out to women in general and I am uh, reaching out and providing them with some free firearms training if they're curious about guns and how it can relate to personal protection and to at least answer that question that they may have in the back of their minds in terms of if they can handle uh, the responsibility and the training that goes hand in hand with owning a gun. You know, uh, there's been a lot of talk lately about constitutional care, and we'll probably get into that later. But, you know, as, as a diehard uh, gun rights advocate guy, even despite the fact that I'm a firearms instructor, you know, I support constitutional carry 100%. You shouldn't need a license to carry a gun. And, you know, by that same token, you know, as I mentioned earlier today, you don't need a license or a special permit to run, you know, a blog or some type of podcast on the Internet. Heaven forbid if you guys run into rundown, had to get a license from the government to share some officially sanctioned viewpoint that the government uh, felt was safe to display don't 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 give many ideas uh they're already contracting <laughs> with big tech they're already working with big tech to to try and censor us so don't give many ideas about requiring permits for free speech i mean you know i, I don't put anything past them man you know it, it's like it, it it just amazes me with with these these laws and rules and stuff that they keep coming up with it's almost as if I don't know. They, it's, it's, it's like they, they pretty much are acting like the people don't care and that they can do whatever they want to do and run roughshod over our rights and that there won't be any consequences. But uh, they're still in office and they're still doing it. So I guess maybe they're right. Maybe there are no consequences. Yeah. Rick, before we get too deep into uh, constitutional carry, I want to ask you again about uh, a couple of questions about the, the women shooting event. Um, I know we had 2,000 or so not too long ago, and looking at maybe 1,500 this year. We're hoping. Uh, what what's the what when you talk to the women there? What what's their motivation for coming out? I, I guess it's kind of a two part question. How many have, have done shooting before, and and what why do the women say they come out to this event? You know, there's a certain percentage. I would imagine somewhere around 15 to 20 percent that have had some exposure to firearms before. But the vast majority of them are first-time uh, gun shooters uh, discharging a firearm. You know, there's a, a large number of people in the metro community who are curious about guns, man. But, uh, you know, guns are, are, you know, pretty taboo. You know, you can't even uh, participate in certain activities or, heaven forbid, you, you know, people find out on your... and you support the Second Amendment, unfortunately, you know, depending on what community you're in, especially if it's in one of the major urban areas, you know, there might be a political price to be paid for that. But, uh, you know, a, we don't live necessarily in a day and age in which people uh, actually feel free enough to engage in conversations about guns and gun ownership and, uh, you know, gun safety. And so I wanted to 
put a resource out there such that if you're a woman and that you had an interest, I wanted to eliminate all barriers for participation. You don't need to own a gun. You don't need to have prior firearm knowledge. You don't need to have safety glasses, earplugs, a target, uh, ammunition. We all know how pricey ammunition has gotten, you know, in these days. But And trusted firearms trainers to ensure that you're going to learn how to properly shoot and not, you know, do something ill-advised and injure yourself. You know, shooting a gun isn't rocket science. But, you know, by the same token, you at least have to be exposed to the proper information and be shown by an expert on how to do it. Do I believe that an expert is uh, is needed to teach someone firearm safety? No, not at all. There are a lot of people out there that have the requisite experience to teach another fellow uh, citizen how to shoot. But for purposes of doing this event, I wanted to ensure I had credentialed uh, firearms trainers with some experience that were actually uh, going to be performing that role, man. We're going to be training, you know, thousands of people, man. There's enough things to worry about than uh, having someone who uh, didn't dot all their I's and cross all the T's. You know, I am so fortunate that over the lifetime of this program, we've had a number of squib loads that popped up. And due to, you know, the expertly trained staff that we have working the event, you know, we caught every single one of them. We didn't have an exploding gun on our hands. So, you know, we got a good safety record, man. We've had a, a good string of successfully training people. And I want to keep that going. Well, and, and just so you folks know, they don't just have trainers come and volunteer, travel on their own dime from all over the state. They come from all over the country to come and to help all out. That's, the, country, that's the sort of pull that Mr. Rick Hector has. Man, you know what? You know what? It, it's not even so much, Paul. You want to know what it really is? And, and you can even look to the two of you as examples. You were two guys that I met outside of, you know, well, I can't say outside of the gun community, but outside of doing this event. You know, I've been going to various different conferences, whether it's GRPC or NRA or wherever else that there was something you know, happening. And I've been doing this for a number of years, man. And one of the things that I'm single, single handedly most proud of, man, is that I've seemed to have found like some really cool people in the gun rights community, man. I, 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 I attribute it to me being a magnet. I'm like the magnet that attracts from all four corners of the earth, all the cool people in the gun rights community, man. Well, that's because you're so cool, Ricky. Well, I'm going to tell you, man, because you know what? I literally have friends all over the country. And, uh, you know, I'm honored that they that they think enough of me to come to Detroit and help me train people, man. And I tell you, we have a lot of fun when you guys show up. We do some great, some great work, and we have some great times and a great meal in the aftermath. You know, one thing I think that needs mentioning, because I know, Rick, you, 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 don't, you, don't, you don't highlight it, and, and there's very few others that, that – that do it the same way. When you do this event, it's a, it is a, it's a gun safety event. There's no, there's no politics here. There's nobody talking memberships to NRA in line. Nobody trying to talk politics to these women. Nobody trying to change or ask what their politics are. It is firearm safety, pure firearm safety. And, and that's it. And I think that's why it's been so successful and continues to get the draw that it does because they don't have to worry about coming in and dealing with, with, with that part of uh, of the industry or the profession. 
You know, the thing about it is that I've always said I just wanted to just present the information out there. Now, granted, I already know in the back of my mind that once I demystify a firearm and how they actually load it, how to safely operate it, I know that that mere act in of itself is going to dispel a lot of myths and uh, untruths that they probably have heard, you know, their entire life. And, you know, once you can uh, correct certain misconceptions that people have about guns and, and the people that own guns, I, I believe to a person that they're going to go on their own personal journey of discovery and out of their own curiosity probably will investigate as to whether other things that they've been taught or told are actually true. But, you know, I like to look at this event as like a gateway. And there, like to your credit for mentioning it, Mike, you know, even if we're, we're just training just women, but even within the gender of women, I mean, they come from all different backgrounds, all different races, all different uh, religions, ages, age groups, parents, grandparents, single people, you know, it, it, it's a lot of diversity there, man. And you can't make any sweeping generalizations about the type of women who participate in the event. You know, you just can't say, oh, they're at this free shooting event, you know, that they're all Republicans. No, they're not. <laughs> no, not even close. Yeah, but see, right. you know, that that's not the whole thing. I'm not recruiting people into a political affiliation or a political organization. I want to teach women how to load handle and discharge firearms there you go there you go this year it's july 29th and 30th july 29th and 30th just there right right outside of detroit there if you're an instructor make sure you reach out to rick if you can assist and if you're in detroit and you want to participate uh rick rick where do they find out more information about it man i have a group over on facebook man of all places it's entitled 20 2023 2023 organizing team for for ladies shoot 2023 organizing team for ladies shoot it's a group just uh hit the link uh hit the little link and say hey i'm a firearms trainer i'm interested in coming to detroit to help you put on this event you know i'm either a credential firearms instructor or a rain safety officer and I want to come hang out and train a ton of women and uh, network with other firearms trainers from not only the local area across the state and dare I say from across the country. I'm going to tell you, man, I truly appreciate it when you two guys are there, man. You actually brought the show on the road. What was that, 2020 during the height of the pandemic and everything that was going on. But that was a truly special time. And I I'm glad you guys are there. And hopefully... I'll see you guys there this year. Yeah, we are 2021, 2022. We weren't able to, I mean, 2020 and 2021. That was the first, that was the first traveling that I did uh, during, during COVID because you couldn't fly nowhere before then. <laughs> well, you were locked down in California. They wouldn't let you out of your house. They had, they had the, the armed guards outside. Uh, unless so. we were going to the French laundry with Gavin, then, then we were okay. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, once they had everything shut down, it's almost as if they didn't want to lift it permanently. And it got to the point with this uh, with this event. Uh, once they shut it down, uh, you know, once, and then they brought it back up, they were talking about, as a matter of fact, I think they shut it down again. But I was at, I was at the point where I'm not really running it. Mm. And if they want to come physically bring state troopers and shut us down, then 
fine, do that, but I'm not shutting it down. And you know what? It was the most successful iteration of yeah. this event to yeah. date over the 12 years that we've done it. Rick, we, uh, we, we touched on it earlier, constitutional carry. Let me get your opinion on this. You're a obviously a firearms trainer, been doing so uh, successfully for years now. You're an NRA board member. Uh, we've got uh, 27 states now uh, have enacted the law for constitutional carry. What's what's your opinion? What How do you feel about uh, the carrying of firearms uh, with constitutional carry? And then how, because uh, the objection we hear all the time is, you know, uh, well, it's constitutional carry. Nobody's going to have any training. They're they're not for it. So I'm curious to hear what, as an NRA board member and a trainer, Look, what's your man, opinion? I am a Second Amendment advocate. It is the Second Amendment for a reason. Not only does it afford us our individual right to protect ourselves against uh, local bad guys, but it's also to serve as a deterrent against any hostile government whether it's any foreign actors who may have some crazy ideas of invading, you know, our, uh, our geographical borders. Uh, the Second Amendment protects the first. Uh, I am a strong, ardent, fervent supporter of the Second Amendment. All laws that we have on the books, in my opinion, run afoul of that law. Uh, the Second Amendment means exactly what the founder said it meant. You know, there are there was a time and a day and age in which most people owned guns and it was a, a rite of passage that firearms training and education was actually done in the home. And as a matter of fact, it was done in our schools. And I really am a, a huge supporter of us doing that and putting it back into the schools. I mean, even from an early age, we could start with the equivalent of, if not, uh, the NRA's Eddie Eagle program and just build from there. You know, look at what we're doing in terms of each individual state's commitments to uh, natural resources and hunting. You know, one of the problems we're having here in the state of Michigan is that we're having fewer hunters come out and apply for permits and we're ending up with deer in uh, populated areas and wandering out onto freeways from time to time. You know, hunting is needed for conservation and we need to take care of those deers. And, and they taste pretty good too. Yeah. But to answer your question squarely, man, huge supporter of the Second Amendment, uh, no exceptions, no infringements. No, I mean, it, it means what it says. And I, as a matter of yeah. fact, I believe that we should be uh, pushing to educate more of our citizens in more in more places and in more institutions about carrying firearms. And no, you don't need a license to do that. Uh, training will be available. <laughs> And understand this, the fact that you don't need a license to carry on the constitutional carry, you still will be held accountable for what you do with that gun. So you have a built in motivated interest in learning all that you can about it, because if you do something illegal or ill advised with it, you will suffer the consequences. And that could be very sobering for people. You know, the fact that we recognize, recognize constitutional carry. That doesn't mean that you could just take your gun and do whatever you want. No, you still have to be moral and ethical and lawful. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? What we have found in talking with instructors in states that didn't have training requirements and then did, or those that had training requirements and had them removed, was that whenever the state or the government uh, puts in place a training requirement, that requirement becomes 
it becomes the ceiling and not the floor. It's supposed to be, it's, they mean it to mean, well, this is the minimum that you need, right? Well, the average right. person takes it as, well, then that means that if they're going to bother taking the time to require it, well, then if I only get that much training, then that must be as much training as I need. And so therefore you wind up, people don't get as much training. So when you don't have training requirements, people tend to train more. Well, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, it's, it's basically an introductory training, you know, mm -hmm. that teaches you fundamental firearm safety. It'll teach you some of the basic rules for using and storing a gun. It'll teach you how to safely operate a gun. But you know what? As you stated so very eloquent, it's the bare minimum. And if you're going to achieve any type of proficiency or excellence with the firearm or any other I mean, you're going to obviously need more training, uh, intermediate training. Dare I say, should you ever aspire to be an instructor or get some more advanced training? You know, you should get as much training as you can. There are no guarantees in the armed conflict. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of uh, things that come across, you know, our news, uh, news media and all across the Internet, you know, there are bad guys out there still putting in work, still victimizing people. And yep. yeah, being armed with a firearm is definitely a good thing. But the more training that you have, you increase your odds of surviving. You know, just having a gun and having a carry permit or carrying under constitutional carry, that affords you no guarantee. So yes, more training will increase the odds that you survive. All right, well, hey, we're coming up against it. So before we go, we obviously, folks, you know what time it is right now, right? It's time for our parting shots. Brought to you by Hog Holsters. Get your Hog Holster today. Go to hogholster.com. Use the discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps, no spaces. Get your Hog Holster today. Uh, our first one is going, our first uh, uh, parting shot Party well, shot. it's going to be in honor of uh, of former President Donald Trump, and uh, well, the the uh, person, the political I call it both persecution and prosecution uh, that's taking place currently. Uh, as you see here, uh, Mike, you want to describe this one to the folks? Oh yeah, it's it's it's, it's Hillary and, uh, and 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 Sleepy Joe with all of their now proven you know uh, uh, atrocities that they've had behind them. You know, uh, and and they're pointing to President Trump with none, no, nothing proven against him. And they're saying, lock him up, lock him up, lock him up. <laughs> yeah, that is like I said, I, I would just say and I would continue to say uh, they're very well. There very well may be some issues, uh, some legal challenges in terms of what he did. And maybe he didn't completely follow the law. But when you decide that you are not going to prosecute people who did the exact same thing. Uh, you lose all credibility. Yep. I mean, I'm still waiting for this whole Hunter Biden thing and, and see well, the, where that the, rabbit hole goes. Yeah, the laptop I mean, that we've all looked at that Congress can't seem to realize actually exists. Yeah, Congress or the media. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, this image was found uh, on Hunter Biden's laptop. It's a picture of President uh President Biden, for those of you who are just listening to the podcast, and it's got a big for sale sign. For more information, contact Hunter. The big guy. The big, the, yeah, the big, big guy. guy. Ask for, we, we ask about the big, the deal for the big guy. 
<laughs> we know who the big guy officially is now. Yeah, we know. We they, they've definitely revealed now who he is. And our final parting shot comes to you from Texas, or is it Nashville? Wherever Garth Brooks is opening his new bar, you know the one that's going to be serving, uh, uh, who's going to be serving Bud Light. Well, this <laughs> this is a sneak peek at the new bar. <laughs> Queens in low Man. places. That's going to be like that's going to be their drag night. <laughs> you guys have a crack staff of folks who are scouring the internet to bring your listeners and viewers the very best from the internet. <laughs> hours and hours of TikTok research, sir. Hours of it. Hours. Hours. Uh, All right. Now, before we get going for the day, uh, before we say goodbye to you, Rick, um, Mike, go ahead and give that uh, final shout out to our sponsors. Hitman Industries, hitmanindustries.net. Now you can get rifle and pistol caliber barrels in any length you want and soon to come Glock barrels. Hitmanindustries.net. California Republican Assembly fighting a good fight behind enemy lines. Make sure you take part in California's future today. Keep your eyes on the California Congressional 6th District. And, of course, you want some awesome going to the field gear, some web gear, tactical gear, get on over to uscombatgear.com. That's right, folks. Please take a moment, visit our sponsors by following the links in the description to this program, or you can just, you know, we also have the web addresses in there. But check them out, spend some money with them, and tell them that the guys over at the Rundown sent you. All right, before we go now, Rick, you got to let folks know, uh, how do they follow you, how do they follow, and how do they follow Legally Armed in Detroit? You know, I actually make it pretty simple. You know, for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, I am at symbol Detroit. CCW at Detroit CCW. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Oh, and I just joined the new one, Snapchat. Yes, the old geezer is now on Snapchat. But for any individual who is a credential firearms instructor, range safety officer, I implore you and beseech you to come to Metro Detroit. Uh, at the end of last month, July 29th and the 30th, Saturday and Sunday, to help me train at least 1,500 women to safely handle and discharge a firearm at two gun ranges simultaneously for two days. Excellent. Sir, thank you so much for coming on the program. Uh, folks, we're, we want to make this a regular thing for our Thursday program. Have someone on, whether it from from somewhere, whether it's, uh, the political community talking about conservative political issues or gun rights. Uh, we're going to have someone on every Thursday to talk. And uh, well, that's why we, I guess that's why we're going to call it throat punch Thursday now. So <laughs> we appreciate y'all and uh, Rick, we appreciate you being our, unfortunately we're not our first guest for throat punch Thursday, but, but you are our, well, actually for throat punch Thursday, you are our first, but uh, anyway, we appreciate you coming on, man. Man, thanks for having me. Hey, and just uh, just a remark on that throat punch. You know what? If you ever talking to someone that you disagree with in person, there tends to be a certain level of civility that exists in real life, right? Because you might get that throat punch for real. Virtually over the internet, man, you can be so disrespectful and not face any consequences. That's it. Exactly right. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd tell somebody. I'm like, look, bro, I know how to Facebook stalk. I'll find you. 
Just saying. <laughs> Punch him in the throat. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Put him in the face. All right, folks, it's been a lot of fun, but we're going to call it a day. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow on Freedback Friday. Y'all take care, and we will see you tomorrow.